This is Hannah. This is Rachel. And this is What I Like to Tell People. Have you been feeling curious about connecting with your spiritual side? Are you having difficulty trusting your intuition? It could be time to test your skepticism and meet with a spiritual medium. Three-Eyed Bob offers personalized, intuitive readings to help you better understand your journey and identify the unseen forces assisting you along the way. As featured on our first episode of this season, Three-Eyed Bob provides a fresh approach to mediumship that focuses on identifying realistic connections to your current life circumstances. Check out threeeyedbob.com for more information about services offered and to book your virtual reading session today. That's threeeyedbob.com found in our episode notes. Hi, Rachel. Hello, Hannah. How was your week? It was uh, amazing. I just realized that we saw lights live and I forgot. <laughs> what happened to her leg? Oh my God, the poor thing um, rocked too hard and she broke her ankle on stage. Um, but Not the show we were at, though. No, right? no, no, no. We were lucky. It was the next day, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but she she's rocking it out. Um, and most likely, though, she probably already had some type of hairline. All of it because if she right, well, it like it's just yeah. like that pressure. Yeah, uh, exactly. It, it, people don't see me. I'm like for some reason clapping. Like, <laughs> I see her though, but yeah. So Hannah um went uh, well met with me. Uh, met at the concert with me, and it was great. She was an amazing date, and it was my first concert in what two plus. Two? Oh, I thought you were gonna say it was like your first. I was like, it was, it was not your first concert. <laughs> No, my first concert technically was Taking Back Sunday or Warp Tour. Anyways. Mine was um, Clay Aiken. Uh, oh, wait. That's cool. Then mine was Aerosmith. Everyone always that. laughs at me. But it was like Clay my babysitter. Cool. My babysitter took me. But yeah, so that was my awesome week, my highlight. And I would be posting it on Friday because... Yeah. Um, and then I was sick this week. And there you have it. <laughs> and here we are. How, how was your week? Well, it was good. You know, we went to the concert. I had never seen lights. You Have you seen her in concert before? It's, this was my fifth or sixth time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So since um, I knew her since 2008. Well, before 2008, her album came out, but since 2006, so I saw her 2010, 2011, then kept going, <laughs> kept on going throughout her all her albums. Yeah, so my week, you know, I did that. I feel like other than that, like I, I went to our friend Joe's brunch and stuff. I'm super excited. So this Friday, so I guess tomorrow technically when everybody's listening, I'm going to a place in West Virginia for like my mom's family reunion and we're in this really big house with two movie theaters and and my mom's like I hope we're not being catfished because it does it looks it like the pictures look amazing. 
you know, like it overlooks the mountains. It's this big house and it has like, it's like a smart house, interactive. Like, I don't think we ever have to truly leave the house. And like, I hope we don't get there and it's like, oh, this is nothing. Like, oh, know. what the, well, that happened to, not that it happened um, at the beach that happened to us, actually. It happened to be that it was a place above, I think it was um, sunset or sun something of one of those, you know, um, local shops that are always have like all that junk around and stuff that repeats on every like block. Yeah, we were above that. They they said it was a house. It wasn't a house. It, it was wasn't like a horrible. Condo? It was a weird ass condo. It worked. It was weird. But we got catfished. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I doubt you will. I think it sounds amazing. And it sounds like yeah. So hopefully, hopefully it will be you know decent enough, and everyone has a bed, and and like you know, and and we're good. But so this episode was with Fauna, and it she is a host of Cats Tea and Witchcraft podcast, and so it's a really good episode. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. We are here with Fauna, and she is the podcaster and I guess YouTuber and a bunch of all the above. Um, and her podcast is Cats, Tea, and Witchcraft, which is a very cool podcast. I listened to a couple episodes, and I think it's really amazing. And you, we, we've not met. This is the first time I guess I really met, and I didn't even – I'm Hannah. didn't even really introduce myself, but Rachel reached out to you on Instagram after you liked a couple of our photos, and then I know that – I don't know if you want to talk about it, and we can cut this if needed, but I saw that you are at least Instagram friends with Three-Eyed Bob, who we I had. I was about to mention that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we do know each other in person. That's oh, awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. How do you guys yep, know through, each uh, other? Through other connections throughout the witchy magical world. I was about to say something magical, huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So so I know him in person as well, or I know him, you know, I work with him, or I did mm-hmm. um, work with him pre-pandemic in the same office. Yep. And then that's how I had no clue about his other life until he, like, reached out because he was on our podcast. He's actually been on our podcast twice. Okay. But- but anyway, enough about him. Do you want to kind of talk about like your podcast or just kind of your just being a witch? Or I know that you are like Wiccan base, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I don't. Okay. So I can start with general witchcraft in general and then I'll leave my promotions for the end. Um, okay. Yeah. My name is Fauna. I am for relatability for some people. I am in my late 20s, but I have probably been dabbling in various magical concepts since I was about probably 17, 18 when I first got more into the very low level new age. But there's a difference between magic, new age, and different kinds of spirituality. So I started off with just working with crystals because I was exposed to them through a friend's mom who I used to do martial arts with, and she was kind of like one of the den moms. And so years of martial arts, meditation, a lot of exposure with like working with your own energy and just if you get into it to a certain level, it sticks with you in a different way than just like a normal sport would. So I feel like my martial arts did help, but also I always grew up thinking there was always a little bit more, even though I was raised to 
think that humans are the monsters. If there is a little bit of magic, it might be a little bit of religion, but my family wasn't super strictly religious. They allowed me and my sister to explore that on our own because my dad was, I think, raised in a very variety of Christian and then became Catholic as he became older. And my mother was raised Jewish and then converted in her late 40s to Christianity. So they allowed me and my sister to do a lot of self-exploration when it came to religion and other things. And then through martial arts, through being an artist professionally and a bunch of other things, it kind of led to the next step of the magical things. So from there, it went from crystals to Reiki to using my meditation and dream interpretation experience I had from when I was younger, which I just did naturally. Um, And then it slowly evolved through after college into my exploration into Wicca specifically. And I was just kind of looking for a little more structure. And then I came across a local coven to my area, got more of that exposure. And then just it kind of trickled from there slowly up until the last few years where I've gone a little more hardcore for what I was doing previously. So in general, I've been working with magical concepts or spiritual concepts for about a decade. And I've been officially a Wiccan specifically since 2015. And I am in a coven, which not all witches or Wiccans are. So there's a little bit of distinction between solitary work and working with a coven and different stuff like that as well. What what's the di- what's like like the main differences? Obviously, I know it's more like by yourself and you're with other people, but how fully different? Yes. It? So it depends on your path too. Sometimes people will call a coven just a group of people that get together and talk about a common practice and do things together. It doesn't always necessarily have a structure or a lineage, but in certain covens there is a structure, there is a lineage, there are bylaws and other things. So it. For mine, uh, since it's a Wiccan coven that has extended out from one, uh, different ones from across the country, I am not a, what you would call, I guess, traditional Wiccan. We are more eclectic because traditional Wiccans are, I would define as the Gardnerian Wiccans, which is because the founder of Wicca is a gentleman from England named Gerald Gardner. So Gardnerian and Gardner is the OG um, Wiccans. And thanks to Wicca, even though it's not the only type of religion that uses magic, um, it's the one of a few that helped other witches and other forms of magic and or magical organizations to get recognition, especially in the last 20 years. It, it kind of just helped push it. How did you find your coven? I found, coven? I yeah, I okay. found my coven through a website that's no longer active that was called Witchbox. So a lot of the older witches will probably know what that is. It is no longer active, but I was Googling it one day, local covens to my area, and Witchbox came up and I found it. I reached out to who is my high priestess, and we have been friends since 2015. And with everyone else, that's a part of the group as well. That's really neat that you were able to do that like online. Like it's expand, you know, I feel like online's probably really expanded. It really is. That's how many people are finding their organizations now, especially over the past two years, because everything's been online essentially for the past two years. But with depending on someone's access to information or if they have a way to travel to go to groups and stuff, no one 
not very often you're going to find a billboard with a bunch of things. You take a number and you call it and that's all. So right. it's a little different now with just technology in general. And it still surprises people, even though technology takes over their entire lives in every aspect. It's just like, oh, that's still so cool. Yeah. Something you wouldn't think about, just a topic different than what we're used to. Yeah. How often do you guys meet? Or um, are you allowed to talk about that? It depends. Um, Wiccans generally, at least within the United States and within my tradition, we follow something that's called the Wheel of the Year. We have our sabbats in different espits, which are different types of rituals. The espits work with the moon. We'll also have sun rituals and stuff. But a lot of about, I think it's about eight, if I'm remembering off the top of my head, there's eight main holidays essentially that are following the different um, ancient kind of pulled from older traditions from different European, older pagan historical contexts and stuff, as well as adding in sun and moon rituals and things that could be taken from bits of older things, but combined with modern traditions. So we'll have about eight Sabbaths. We could have up to one to two other activities a month, depending on our group in particular and what's going on during the year. Sorry, that was kind of a long explanation because there's oh, so no, many little things really to cool. understand. No, it's a really awesome explanation. <laughs> I honestly love it. Yeah, I, like I, if you Google Wheel of the Year, sorry for getting you off. I'm just no, excited. No, you're fine. No, tell me about Wheel of the Year. I'm Googling if it If you right Google now. Wheel of the Year, you will literally see pictures of a wheel. It oh, isn't I'm so excited. I yeah, that. it isn't something necessarily that's ancient, ancient, because it is very modern in different ways. Like the names uh -huh. of it and the bits and pieces that are celebrated within these various holidays are only about between within a range of 70 to 45, 50 years old, because yeah. Wicca was only established within the 1950s in England. But I was going to say it was always yeah. uh, because you have that stigma, too, and there's a, a spread of misinformation where exactly. they thought I was um, from a lot earlier, and that's what, what I was we hoping celebrate, you would get at. Yeah, and what Wiccans celebrate, and other witches who followed Wheel of the Year, even though they're not Wiccan, um, they're influenced from older holidays and things like that. But a lot of information was lost, destroyed, kept secret. And just things were changed and named just because people, the couple love them or just because it was the best sounding too. So there's a lot that goes along with why and how and who does what and why, blah, blah, blah. Um, but there is, you could Google it and it's very easy to find. And some of them are just easy to go with because they just follow the seasons. So the wheel of the year that uh, randomly came up for me, it was like the Yule, the Imbolic yes. that starts February 1st, then Asta, Terra, sorry, I'm butchering. Valpain. That's okay. Exactly. You were looking oh, at the right thing. Oh, and that one's, yeah, <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. So there's some cool things and everything and a bunch of different discourse and love and hate when it comes to that as well. But every topic has its discourse and love and hate and things like that. So what goes on during those times of year? Um, depends on the time of year. If you have more spring rituals, they're going to be more fertility-based. They're going to be more kind of springy with colors and light, what some people will consider light and fluffy, but it's just more spring and fertility-based for a couple of them. And then you get into the summer, it's very sun and solar-based. And then you get into the harvest season, very harvest-based. And then you get to Samhain, which some people in their head – pronounced Sam Hain, but it's pronounced Samhain, 
at least in the American pronunciation of it. I keep wanting um, to say Sauron, though. <laughs> no, yeah. There's like things when I was younger, when I was learning these words that I would hear from movies that might have been pronounced wrong and stuff like that, that it still trips people up. And so you have the end of the year, which our end of the year is essentially Samhain, which is the end of October into the beginning of November. I was about to say, so like, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, and it, it, witching season, as you know, the exactly. <laughs> so it kind of overlaps with All Hallows Eve concept, mm-hmm. Day of the Dead, and kind of those few Catholic uh, holidays that are within the first days of November. I'm blinking on the top of my head because I don't necessarily follow the Catholic. I'm tradition. not Catholic. I'm Jewish, and not religious. Yeah. So, and then that, and then after that, you kind of get into Yule and then we get into the dark half of the year because it's based off of the sun and all that stuff. So a lot of it is very moon and sun based in the seasons. It's almost like a rebirth of earth almost too, I guess. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Unitarian Universalist, that's how we were raised, but we were also like your family where they let, not let us, like my parents were like, whatever, be, you know, explore whatever. And we yeah. liked the idea of, you know, the rebirth of spring. And that's what we always kind of celebrate is just the yes. rebirth of everything, you know. There are a variety of stories that people mm-hmm. will follow and use and different mythologies that kind of come along with it oh, that cool. definitely follow the concept of life and death and birth and the spring and season and stuff like that, depending on which one you like there's a couple of them very cool (laughs) so what else do you do with it so i am like so unfamiliar and i'm sure many of our guests are too um so the there's like the holidays but then you also have because you said you met bobby through other places so do you kind of go to conventions and things like that um yes and no I keep my podcast persona private. So most people that meet me in person will not know I am the host of the pod, my podcast. Oh, I do okay. that for privacy reasons because depending on who you are, what you are, and different things like that, being a witch or anything that's not like the big few religions is still very I was difficult about to, to ask. Navigate. Yeah. I was going to say that would be like, like what we were saying before where everyone assumed – Wicca was, um, you know, way before 19, like 50s or 19, whatever you said. And yes. So the term like, yeah. is older, but the modern yeah. Wicca is not an ancient religion. It's just the it's- name. Unfortunately, it's the name that's attached that makes it, unfortunately, they're like, oh, you don't want to, unfortunately, be known. It's so hard, too, because people will just be like, hmm. You're just not. Yeah, there's a lot of harassment that comes with yeah. just a vari- being different from other people. If it comes online or in person, yeah. or I don't show my face for my podcast because it's more for my family at this point because I don't need my parents, friends telling mm-hmm. them on a daily basis to pray for me. Right. I mean, it's no one else's business anyways. This is Exactly. And that's just unnecessary stress on them. Like my parents are fully aware as of now within the past year and they 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 knew. We just never had that formal conversation. Um of what are you actually doing? Kind of thing and my mom kind of called me one day and it it caught me off guard. It it was weird because she just kind of asked me out of nowhere. There was like no lead up to it. Which was scary in its own. It was my mother. So, in general, when you're working in this community and I kind of keep it private when it comes to public things. But what I do is I work with my coven and we do magic. 
Some people explain magic as prayers with extra steps, manipulating energy, and a variety of different types of magic and what you do and what you do it for based on the type of practice and personal ethics of someone. People can do magic that uses herbs, candles, meditation, different types of energy healing and other things like that, while other people will kind of stick to things that are more... I don't want to say law of attraction based and not just like basic prayer, but some people do things like that and have good success. But magic works differently for different people. So magic is scientific in its own way without being science is that different types of magic and different types of results aren't the same for everybody because our energies are different. The energies we work with are different. And all the other things that goes into creating the perfect storm for you to get your results is different for everybody. So it's not just like you can read a book, say say a phrase, and hocus pocus, bibbidi bobbidi boo, you have what you want. It doesn't really work like that. It's not Harry Potter. You're not throwing like uh, pig's feet and frog's feet and someone's hair into a cauldron and yeah, <laughs> it, it, there, yeah, there, there are some fun things, but magic can be kind of boring and sometimes. So it can be very religious, even if people don't want to call it a religion. It is and it isn't, depending on your definition of religion, because so witchcraft, it's like spiritual. Yes, yeah, it's it's such a crazy wide topic of I was gonna what say is so religion, yeah. what is magic. What is witchcraft? Because there are different types of magic that is not witchcraft. Witchcraft is more of a European-based magical system. There's multiple types. But witchcraft as a term is more European-based because you can have magical things from different countries that don't want to be called witches, that aren't, aren't witches from different countries. So there is Eastern Asian magic that's not witchcraft. There is African magic that is not witchcraft. There is South American and even American magic over the past couple hundred years that is not witchcraft. It's magical, but they are not witches. And you'll also have people that are ceremonial magic that call themselves magicians and don't call themselves witches with like Thelema the Golden Dawn, and various things like that. I'm not a part of those associations, but uh, yeah, I'm just met, curious because they're very, yeah, um, yeah they're all, they, that's very, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It's just exactly very different. It's just it, like you're like, huh, who knew? <laughs> it's more expansive than people realize, exactly. That's what I love about it. it because, like, it's make it's not that it lets you, but you could be more spiritual the way I guess, like, mm-hmm. you, it fits for you, right. Like, yeah, exactly. There's different things, different experiences, and the amount of energy that people put into it could vary and with their results and their expectations and things like that. Do you so know what any is your? Oh, oh, go ahead, Hannah. I was just wanting to know, like, what is your kind of like goal? I don't know if that's the right question. I don't want to sound, but like, what is the purpose of the things that you do, or that your like intention? If you want to, I don't know if you want to go into that, but it's like, yeah. I'm curious of like, whenever you do the certain things, like what is the end goal of it? Yeah. So for me, be, with my Wiccan tradition and my personal ethics, even if I wasn't Wiccan, um, a lot of them just kind of worked with the path either way of what the modern Wiccan read that many Wiccans follow. Not all of them follow it. And because I'm not Gardenarian, there are things that the OGs do 
and probably do differently than those who have evolved afterwards. It's kind of like having Christianity. There's so many different types and their interpretations and what they do is slightly different. Um, so I like to follow the Wiccan read and it's harm none, but do what you will. It, and it still has a religious cause Wicca itself is a religion, but uses witchcraft, which I don't consider religion itself. Some do, some don't. So it's all these weird little tiny nuances that can muck things up. But for me, it's a combination of a religion and me getting what I want. I like that. I love the last part. Getting yeah. what I want and what I want out of it, basically. Exactly. Plus you need that good. Um, yeah, because it was was a hard, though, like you said, like you went to that website that you found on your uh, coven, right? Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and uh, did you go to, um, because I wanted to circle back, did you go um, like uh, have to find a few of them to see which one you were the most comfortable to? Because it just seems like a lot of, like you said, yeah. there's so many different types <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So before I move on to that, I want to kind of go a little bit deeper into what I meant by get what I want. Magic isn't a guarantee, just like a prayer. You can pray and depending on if you get your results or not, varies on many factors. So for magic, there's different systems of types of spell, types of magic, the type of energy in your personal internal demons or not that you face that may or may not affect the results that you get. And I have different episodes on my podcast. I don't want to get too deep into it because I could talk for hours on the different pieces and what makes magic. But for me, with the little traditions and rituals that I have, I do them, one, as a spiritual and just a religious thing. But two, also just like people who pray on a regular basis, they pray for things they want for themselves or other people or just as a whole to make themselves feel better. So it kind of is like prayer, but with my own energy and a little bit of the deities that I work with as well. So it's not just necessarily relying on something or someone else. Also, you talked about doing uh, Reiki, 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 yes. Reiki. It's a form of energy healing. It is a yeah. Japanese uh, energy healing. That's a, what the system itself was established about a little over 100 years ago. Do you still do that? Because my mom had that when she had heart surgery. A woman came in and she like said it was amazing. So I Yeah, I do a little bit on myself and my friends and family and stuff. I don't like sell it or anything. I don't make any money off of my craft or anything. Well, yeah, how, it's how, does that, how does it work? Um, Reiki, just to say, Reiki is not witchcraft, but many witches do do it because it can kind of work with their craft. Reiki is a form of energy healing the simplest way to explain it is it is a Japanese form of energy healing that taps into a universal energy or life force that you use yourself as a wire to either transfer that energy into yourself or other people. There's, you could hover over people. You can touch them directly. There are different ways that you can technically do distance or Reiki work with animals and stuff like that as well. So it's essentially tapping into the universe when you are attuned by a master and then the different levels that you go through to increase that energy that in the different skills that you use to do those various, if it's direct versus distance versus being able to know all the mad the magical symbols that go along with it the symbols <laughs> yeah and being able to attune other people once you get to that master level I know that was kind of off subject but I was just That's thinking okay. like how that like from the beginning when you kind of talked about that because mm-hmm. I just find that such a 
a yep. really cool kind of tool and talking about like getting what you want and do you kind of like set like an intention or yes. is that just kind of like, like a, almost like a meditation Yes. Um, in magic in general, it is really important to have your intention. There's a lot of people like, oh, I bought these supplies. What can I do with it? it it's not an art project. Throwing things together and having no intention isn't really – it ain't going to fly. So having intention is important. I personally do not believe intention is the only thing you use because then people dive too deep into the possibly toxic and over – complicated or oversimplified views of things like law of attraction, just because you think really hard doesn't mean you're going to get results. So there's a lot of things that go into these different systems that aren't as simple as people think it is, but it's also not as hard as people think it is either. So it it's hard to explain certain things without experiencing it though. And until you experience certain things, it's a little hard to understand. But yeah, in general, there is a little bit of work that goes into witchcraft. It's not as simple as bibbidi bobbidi boo reading a book thinking, oh, I want this and then you're going to get it. There's sometimes the universe is going to give you the middle finger and say, not today, um, no matter how right. much you want it, no matter how much work you put into it. You are not a god. We are not mm -hmm. gods. We are not these magical Harry Potter people that people want to be. No matter how hard you try, some people be like, well, you just haven't tried hard enough. No, you need to go see a doctor and a therapist if you're thinking that way. <laughs> Witches <laughs> still need to go to the doctor. We still need to see our therapist. We still need to take our medication. So it is not an all-curing solution either. And people learn that the hard way sometimes. So it's mostly – and, like, I'm sorry if I am interpreting this incorrectly, but it's almost just kind of like almost any other type of religion. You have – that like instead of prayer, you're kind of doing the the craft of some sorts to get to the same purpose. Like you have, you know, like when someone sits down and prays, they have an intention, a purpose of the reason why they're doing it. Mm -hmm. And then um, – and sometimes that doesn't work out, but it doesn't mean you don't give up or you don't, you know. And I think you still have to like work towards things too. You can't exactly. just expect – to snap your fingers and you have like the perfect life or the exactly. perfect or, or like everything. Exactly. I can do a spell for a job. It's always the easiest example. It's like you still have to do job applications, sitting on your butt in your lap, not going through different applications. You're not going to get a job unless you just happen to know someone that's hiring and they ask you. There are very few situations that will work out like that if you're just sitting there. So, Do you believe like things happen for a reason? Yes and no. Yes and no. It it, yeah. it all depends because I also, even as a witch, I am very critical of things that may or may not be signs that come to me. And that's just me as being an over-analytical person. I support science. I wish I understood math better. So there are a lot of things that we can't change with magic because too much in the universe has happened that can't be reversed. There's too many things that are bigger than us and we just don't have that energy or that control. Like I said, we're mm -hmm. not gods, which some exactly. people wish they are, but we're not. But with witchcraft in general, some of the differences with other religions or other types of crafts, because there is the debate of if witchcraft or other forms of magic themselves are religion or not, depends on your definition of religion. I don't consider witchcraft religion, but I consider Wicca a religion, which it is but uses witchcraft. 
So it's kind of like a weird thing because you don't have to be Wiccan to use magic or witchcraft. So it's like a weird thing. Right, and I guess you don't have to be religious to quote-unquote pray either. Exactly, and a lot of people think you do. A lot of people are afraid of the word pray in the witch community or in general if if they've experienced religious trauma from previous religious experiences. But if you call it like, because I can do a spell, but also pray and them not be the same thing. But there are a lot of times when I pray while I do my spells, or they're just a combination of the two. Mm -hmm. So do you believe in a higher being? I do. I technically am pagan. Uh, Wicca itself generally uses, works with a god and a goddess, but there are other ones that also, a lot of people out there that work with other pantheons that we all know from different mythologies from history. I work a lot with Norse deities, along with the Wiccan energies, the sun and the moon, just as a general concept and everything. And I know a lot of people that work with Hellenistic or Greek, Roman, Egyptian, and then different native ones um, from different communities and their own ancestral deities as well. That's really interesting. How did you even get started with your podcast? I know you yeah. said you wanted to save it for the end, but how okay, did you? Yeah. And YouTube. You're on your now, third. Right? Your- a little bit. Yeah, a little bit YouTube. Okay. Yeah, and you're on your third season? Fourth, or actually. Fourth. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, it goes by quick. It's the beginning of the fourth one, so it's still oh, fresh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I got into the podcast um, because I am a creative person professionally, and my free time revolves mostly around creating art, digital or handmade, crafting, whatever. I've It's always been a part of my life. And I'm always learning how to use different mediums for work, for personal use, and just fun or whatever. Or just helping my friends. They have a question. Hey, have you done this? No, I haven't. And I'll learn about it and spend a ridiculous amount of money on it. And then I have a new hobby to add to my slew of supplies in my office. <laughs> so I love how it sounds like you just turned around and looked at everything did. that you have. I did. <laughs> I had a feeling you did too. I was like, I would do the same. Yeah. Because it's literally behind me. But <laughs> – I'm a creative person and I wanted to learn about a different medium and so I listen to podcasts all the time and one of my favorite ones are to listen to our Dungeons and Dragons podcasts and scary story podcasts. So after also listening to other magic podcasts, I was like, I can do this. I have all the technology. I have mics from gaming. I have more than power and off computer, external hard drives and everything. I'm going to learn how to do this new medium because I can do my own branding. I do that professionally. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. I just need to learn the basics about recording and editing. And I kind of rolled with it after listening to so many podcasts. I kind of knew the general format on what works, what doesn't work, the timing of things. So I, I think I had that advantage because I already have most of the things that I needed. I'm very blessed to have the supplies I've needed and the opportunities and the exposure to what I needed to know how to do it very easily. So it kind of went from there. It was in 2020. I was looking for something to kind of distract me a little bit more while I was everyone's working or not working from home or going in and out. So something new to kind of feel fresh because 2020 was a shit show, as we all know, and we're still dealing with it. So it kind of just rolled from there and from the support from the non-magical friends that I have that Thank you for keeping my identity secret and my family members and also my magical friends and my coven as well that are really supportive and just 
being there for me helps as well. And between that and using that as a way to connect to the community as a whole, beyond the people that are in my own direct coven or general local community as well, it it does make a difference. I have spoke to and met online. I haven't met any of the other podcasters in person, but I feel like I've made some really cool connections through podcasting and I don't think I'd ever trade it for the world. And I feel like it's helped me grow and I feel like I have helped so many other people to provide them at least explanations of topics that they maybe don't have access to other sources like books and stuff because books are expensive and you almost don't know on the internet what's right from wrong or what might just be an interpretation because there's so many ways of interpreting things. But I try to give a as much of an unbiased opinion in multiple sources and multiple views of things to help guide people who might have been in my shoes five to 10 years ago. And so that's what drives me to do what I do on this crazy world of topics. Especially with all the misinformation that is spread out there. It's really nice to have a Yeah, social media doesn't help it. It helps, but it also isn't. Um, For anybody, I will give this one warning. (laughs) TikTok is not your best source of information. You might meet some really cool people that do have other platforms, but TikTok is not where it's at for where you want to get the majority of your information because I am not on it anymore when it first was a big couple years ago, or at least when everyone else got onto it, I'm no longer on it because I found that it is toxic. There's a lot of misinformation and there's unnecessary drama from people who obviously do not have the proper exposure to certain topics or are only saying things to get clout, to seem cool, or to push their own biases on other people. So that's a lot of things that I've seen specifically on TikTok. YouTube and Twitter are okay with it. You just got to find the right group. Um, And YouTube is really good for a lot of things, but I feel like the podcast world has definitely benefited more when providing information that's not people just like going out and buying books because books are expensive. Well, I know you mentioned on some another episode, like you, I found it on YouTube and it, you were on like another podcast and you yep. mentioned about how podcasts, and I completely agree that it's something that you can multitask while doing mm-hmm. and you can't necessarily like read a book and multitask. Exactly. But, and that's why I listen to so many different podcasts while I'm like cleaning or It's like a more natural audio book. It's a little more yeah. like yeah. you almost, you're there or someone's talking directly to you versus listening to an old guy read a book right yeah you're kind of like immersed in the conversation Mm -hmm. I feel like when you listen to a podcast which is really nice I hope people think about that I hope they they feel like they're sitting here with us while they're listening while we're exactly it feels more like friends versus being lectured Yeah. yeah it's like those um well, you know, like when you have the TV on in the background and you're doing things, but then you have it yeah. in your head. And then it's just like back then with the, um, what's it called? You've had uh, the Lauren radio. Bacall. Well, yeah, you oh. had the radio, <laughs> but the, it, you had Lauren Bacall and all of them and they would have stories too. And it's just really cool that basically you're circling back to basically what they did before <laughs> all the TV. Yeah, before TV. Yeah. I know I'm a bit 
Lucille Ball fan and she actually has a radio show where yeah. she interviews people and they've re-released it as a podcast, which is really cool. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. 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 So it comes out every Thursday. So there's new – I listened to it, but there's a awesome, new episode. Um, yeah. But it's really, you know, cool that we're able to still use that. Like even though it's podcast, mm-hmm. it's still kind of like everyone has their own radio show. and like Yeah, like their own story, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's time to talk about tea. I'm going to spill the tea. No, I'm going to talk about the t-shirts and merch we have for sale on our website, www.whatidliketotellpeople.com. Oh man, I wanted to hear some juicy gossip, but I do think our t-shirts are pretty juicy. Even though it is getting warmer outside, people can still buy our hoodies for those cool spring days. People can also receive 15% off by using our listener code telling people found in our episode notes. And back to our show. This seems like a great time to pause and tell everyone to subscribe so they will be notified of our next episode. It isn't like you have anything else to do, right? Exactly. Make sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Stay healthy, everyone. And now back to our show. What would you like to tell people? So I'd like to tell people about my podcast. I've already talked about it a little bit. But if you guys want to find my podcast and follow me on social media, my Instagram is at Cats Tea and Witchcraft. Twitter at Cats Tea and Witch. You can send me an email at Cats Tea and Witchcraft Podcast at gmail.com. There are also a Facebook page and a Facebook group. If you become a listener, I would encourage you to join the Facebook listeners group, but you do have to answer all of the questions. Otherwise, I will reject it because it is for the listeners in the podcast and my personal privacy and safety. So you got to answer the questions and you got to listen to the podcast because there's questions that are particular to those who have listened to the podcast. But other than that, feel free to just follow me on Instagram and I'll do updates on the show on a variety of topics. We have over I I we I have over 85 episodes of various topics and interviews on various forms of magic spirituality and witchcraft topics not all of them are just Wiccan based because that is not fair for people who don't want to follow the same religious path as me which is Wicca so if you guys are interested in witchcraft feel free to follow the podcast or send me a message if you have any general questions no, and I listened to your latest episode, which probably when this airs, you'll have another episode out, I assume, but I'm not sure. But I really like – it was really cool hearing about the dandelions and like the – the I, I'm a big plant person, so you were like just kind of talking about plants of the power and things like mm-hmm. that. So I found it like really um, interesting and I'm going to have to check out the dandelion to to see if there's anybody that loves yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. They- <laughs> front yards everywhere. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This was um, very informational and and fun to talk to you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. These are really fun. Hannah, what did you think about this episode? I really liked it. I found it, you know, very informational and I really, you know, I don't really understand, you know, witchcraft and she kind of explained it a little bit more and kind of about the religion aspect and, you know, Reiki and just different things that she does and and her podcast is really interesting. So I hope that people check that out. 
And it was, you know, we didn't get to see her, but we got to meet her and she seems like a really wonderful person and just kind of seeing her get out like the information about different things is really neat and like her passion of like, you know, reading the books and reading the different things and just giving people that information, but not truly focusing just on Wicca because not everybody is that. So she's very inclusive, which I think is a really, you know, kind of cool type of um, thing that she's doing. So I, I mean, I hope her podcast continues to grow and um, I'll be excited to see where that heads or like goes, where, where she goes with that. What did you think about this episode? I thought it was a lot of fun and a lot of information. Um, and obviously, I was looking up stuff, you know, while we were talking, especially um, with the seasons, too, and, like, where you have the um, the different covens and just, like, where how she found her one, which the, that website isn't there anymore. I found really interesting that you could have, say, one that, say, I know that in life you have to you don't have to have that but you would want something that fits your personality and have safety and i feel like it's great that she found that with in hers because it's really hard to find that and right away she did so i thought that was great along with learning so many different types and the, knowing that there's so many stigmas out there it's really um, wonderful that you have someone like her who actually is taking that information, that information that, and using the tools that she has and actually educating us. And I find that really wonderful too, because there is a lot of misinformation about uh, witchcraft. And, and I personally, with me, not that I do practice, I do believe it has a lot to do with loving, you know, nature and everything like that. And I feel like that's my own belief, but I feel like that's what's really cool about it is that there's so many different beliefs and it just seems like it also is saying cherish nature too. If you feel it, like if you think about it, you're cherishing the seasons too and you're growing with the seasons. And I feel like that's also what she's teaching her viewers is to grow and learn with her. So I found it really interesting and I can't wait to talk to her about magic and keep up with the uh, her podcast. So yeah. So next week is with Noelle Johnson, and she just recently bought a place in Dunbar, West Virginia, called uh, the Shops at Dunbar, I believe. But now, as of today, which is Tuesday, April 26th, she has changed the name of all her social media, and it is now called Eclectic Goods Market. And I think she's really going to create something amazing for artists, local artists, and even artists to come and and be kind of like featured there and musical artists and I uh, hope you tune in next week what I'd like to tell people is an independent podcast recorded and edited by us Rachel and Hannah our theme song is written and recorded by Sean Price please like us on Facebook Instagram Twitter LinkedIn and YouTube make sure to subscribe to our show so you can receive the latest episode also rate and review our episodes so we can receive more listeners Go to our website, www.whatidliketotellpeople.com. Find the link and more information in the episode notes. Until next week.